Are you a busy mompreneur who has big dreams for your family, but you're always asking yourself, how am I going to have time to do it all? Then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Jordan Rios, productivity and mindset coach and busy mom of seven. This is the High Vibe Mompreneur Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the High Five Entrepreneurs podcast, and I'm your host, Jordan Rios, and today I have on the line Stephanie Ritz, and Stephanie is a business strategist, mindset coach, and full-time traveler who helps aspiring coaches and consultants to start and grow their businesses alongside their nine-to-five so that they can hand in their notice with confidence with a profitable and sustainable business. Stephanie's experience in entrepreneurship, corporate leadership, and mentoring serves as the foundation for her one-on-one consulting and, and coaching program. So thank you so much, Stephanie, for being able to join us today. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me, Jordan. All right. Awesome. So I love how you coach, you coach coaches, basically coaches like you said, in being able to leave their nine to five. So I'd like to know if you could just start me at the beginning, how and why did you start your business? So I spent 15 years in corporate, um, seven and a half years in business banking and seven and a half years in business operations. And um, I actually started my career as an entrepreneur. So before I went into corporate, I had a business and it was very successful. I was able to be a single stay-at-home mom for three years in direct sales. And I loved it. But this was before the digital age. Everything was very manual, sending out postcards, phone calls. And it was it was just, I was burnt out by the business and I wanted to go into corporate And so after 15 years of corporate, I was ready for like something different. And I had gone traveling by myself the previous fall. And it was the first time I had taken like my own international trip. And I loved it so much that I couldn't wait to book the next one. And in corporate, you know, especially in America, we have very limited pay time off. So I had to front load all my vacation time to take this amazing three-week trip to South Africa. And unfortunately, that was scheduled for March 17th, 2020. (laughs) And so yeah, because of COVID, I literally got all the way to the airport and then they sent me home. And, um, and I, it gave me just, you know, that time of reflection during COVID that I think we all experienced with how do I want to move forward with my life? You know, like, what is my priorities? What's going to make me most happy? And I was feeling the pull to get back into entrepreneurship. And because I had found this new love of travel and started to gain the confidence that I could do this on my own, I decided, you know what, I'm going to start a business that will be 100% online, that I can utilize the skills and experience that I have to, you know, have a full-time business that I can travel with so I don't have to be limited to PTO. And so that was my goal. And that is partially what started started my business. I had some other compelling reasons as well, but that was sort of the the starting point for me. Awesome. I love it. 
Oh my goodness. So, so you said that you started your business, um, as a single mom. Mm -hmm. And so could you tell me a little bit about your family and tell me about what was that like to have a business as a single mom? Yeah. So, um, I had my son very, very young. I was a teen mom. Um, I was single and raised him on my own. And so, it was very difficult in the very early stages of our lives, me as a not even an adult yet and him as an infant, um, when I started my first business and I saw the success that I could have in direct sales and that just fueled me and it gave me the mindset of, I could do anything. And so, you know, I, I loved that time being home with him, but I also loved going back into corporate and sort of owning that for myself. And so kind of going through this phase of growing up together and learning about myself and what I'm really capable of, what I'm passionate about and how I want him to see me in this world. And so when he, um, when I started my business, he had left for college the previous semester. And so oh, wow. still, okay. still a single mom, but still financially supporting him. Um, you know, obviously as a very, very young adult. So he had gone, but then obviously had to come home because of COVID. And um, so he was home with yeah. me for a while. And so we kind of had this really interesting couple of years because he was trying to figure out what he wanted to do post-COVID. He didn't want to go do the online college thing. And he decided not to continue down that path and wasn't really sure what he was going to be doing. So here I am working a corporate job, building a business, and now trying to support him with trying to figure out what do we do in this post-COVID world. And um, he ended up moving in with friends, still trying to figure out what to do. And during this time, I also became a digital nomad. So I had been running the business for a year and um, remotely uh, in my job um, completely and was very successful in my corporate career. And so I decided to ask my boss mm -hmm. to relocate uh, to Florida and I was still building my business, but I thought I can, I can do both remotely. This would be easy. I've been doing it for the past year and um, this would be a new opportunity for me and my son because uh, he wanted to move away from, from home. And I thought this is perfect, but my boss said no. So I was like, okay, I, oh, no. I can get mad or I can make a plan. <laughs> And so I, <laughs> I, I created my exit strategy. I created my exit strategy from corporate and I had to like really plan around being a support person for my son, you know, financially, what, what he wants to do and all the things that I wanted to do. And he decided that, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to live at home, but I don't want to live, you know, in Pennsylvania anymore either. He was living with friends. And so I was here by myself um, in this big old house and I couldn't work remotely um, from Florida, but I could work remotely in my territory, which is New England, which is a very large territory. It covers like five different states. So in like yeah. a moment of, he told me no, but I get to decide my life. I knew I couldn't leave my job yeah. because I still had to support my son and I wasn't ready with my business yet. So I sold all my things <laughs> and ended up um, living in hotels and Airbnbs, traveling around New England for a year as I was building my business, working my job and financially supporting my son. And um, a year later, he decided he wanted to move to Nashville. 
So I was like, okay, let's do this. I got him an apartment, financially had him all set up. Um, and my business had gotten to the point where I was like, okay, how much money is in an emergency fund do I need for my son? You know, like if, if something happened, I am his person. Um, and that's always going to be a top priority for me. If I'm traveling internationally, I need to get home the next day. What expenses and costs is that going to be? And what is that going to be in my emergency fund? And if something happens with the business and I'm not, you know, bringing in the income that I need, how much of a safety or security blanket do I want for myself? So over that year, I was planning towards all of that, um, all of that, yeah. you know, income planning. Oh. Yeah. Like we have to do as parents, right? Especially single moms. Um, the finances is just a huge, huge part of it. And yes. also not having a partner. Um, I had to plan for having my own private health insurance, planning for my own retirement fund. It was a lot of planning. So a lot of people have this mindset of, I'm going to start a business and I'm just going to jump in with both feet and quit my job. And, you know, I have to make it work mentality. And for me, I, I completely don't believe in that. I really believe in creating a plan, having a strategy, especially when you're a parent and there's someone else relying on you emotionally, financially, all the things. So I took my time. And when it was the right wow. time, I made the leap out. Um, but I, I honestly think becoming a digital nomad, starting my business and doing the life, like having the lifestyle that I wanted before I had it is the thing that helped me create the success that I really desired and propelled me to be where I needed to be when that year came. So yeah, that's, that's the story. <laughs> that is so incredible. There's so many great takeaways from what you just shared. And thank you so much for walking us through from the very beginning and everything, every step of the process. I think that's going to be so valuable for so many people who they're working towards to getting there and they're having a problem maybe visualizing or taking into account all the steps because that life that you're trying to achieve, that you're trying to have, it takes a thousand tiny steps to get there. And there's a lot of planning. Like you said, it's not just an all or nothing approach. And on that note, I wanted to ask you, so going back to your process, the story that you just shared with us, um, it, as you're making your exit strategy from corporate America, what kind of pivots did you have to make along the way? I mean, the, the mindset is always key. Um, and luckily for me, you know, as part of my coaching and consulting program, mindset is, you know, half of what I do. It's strategy and mindset. And so just the whole um, mental pivot of I'm going to be doing this on my own. I'm going to be doing this without the safety net of a partner. I'm going to be living this lifestyle without a paycheck. It is, it's a lot of thought process that really, you know, helps you get clarity on why you want to do this. Are you willing to really put in the work mm -hmm. to do it? Because it's a lot of work and, and staying the course when things feel challenging. And I had such a compelling reason why, but also proof uh, that I can do hard things. And I think we yes. overlook so many of those things as moms, like we minimize how incredible we are and how multi-talented and multifaceted and incredible we are, you know, taking care of kids, working the house, you know, trying to have any kind of social life, getting back to friends, being the, the family planner. There's so many things that we do 
and so many things that we have to overcome. And having had my son so young and going to college, getting my degree, having my successful business, going into corporate, it's like you have to find these little pieces of proof that you've already done things that are so much more challenging yes. than what you're at, you're doing. And so that was like the biggest, I think, thing for me is staying in that mindset of I can mm -hmm. do this and I'm going to do this because this truly is what I want. Um, so it was that aspect of it. And then really just the self-belief of being a solo female entrepreneur, uh, traveling the world. <laughs> I mean, that, that was yeah. tough and, and leaving my family behind, you know, I grew up in Pennsylvania and I was always there with my family. Like I never moved away from home. I, I went to college in Pennsylvania. All my jobs were in Pennsylvania. So while I traveled for work, I was always in a home base in Pennsylvania. So now here I am as a, a, almost a midlife adult, <laughs> you know, just having this crazy adventure with no experience, no travel experience, no, you know, clarity or understanding of even what I was getting into. I was just so ready for the adventure, especially after all of those years of dedicating my life to being a mom and a provider for someone else. I was very excited to do something for me, but that is another big mindset shift to make because it can feel just so odd to do something that is for you and not feel guilty about it or shame or feel constant judgment of, you know, you're leaving your son, you're leaving your family, you're leaving your friends, all of the things that we put in our mind that stops us from pursuing what we really want. I think that is so powerful, especially the last thing you said about when we're trying to make those big boss moves in our life, when we're creating this life that we imagine, we've decided, I'm just going to do the thing. You know, all those things creep up. And, you know, whether it's things that are coming from inside of ourselves or things that are coming from outside from other people, and we've just got to decide how bad do I want this? How hard am I willing to work to get this? Am I willing to find a way or make one? And I love that you talked about that. Thank you so much. That's awesome. So um, another question about building your business. Now, I love that you talked about creating an exit strategy. I just I want to come back to that in a minute because I think that's I think there are a lot of listeners who are exactly what you did, which is building a business while they're still working, while they're still taking care of their children. They've just got a lot on them. And it can be it can get easy to get stuck in circumstances instead of realizing you're creating your circumstances from your mind. And that right. if you can work on your mindset, that's going to carry you so much farther, so much faster than if you if you didn't devote that time to that. You're, you're going to get unstuck from a lot of these areas that, that you're staying at right now. So my next question was, um, what mistakes did you make along the way that you looking back now, where you are from your vantage point right now, looking back when they were intentional, well, I guess they weren't intentional, but what did you learn along the way from your mistakes and what were the mistakes? So, I mean, my viewpoint on mistakes is that I, I there really aren't any, it really is, you know, you don't okay. see the mistake until you're in hindsight and then you can learn from that, you grow from that, you can't grow and learn unless you make, you know, decisions, not necessarily mistakes, decisions that maybe took you on a path or put you in a mindset that really weren't serving you. Um, 
I feel like I did a lot of things right. Um, I did a lot of things right more than I did that put me in, in uh, a disadvantage, honestly. I mean, when I think back on what I did, I mean, I'm sure that it wasn't all perfect, but I was very diligent in planning and taking my time so that mm -hmm. I would feel confident. Um, I took the time to say, what is going to make me feel confident? How am I going to feel like this is the right direction for me, that I feel good about how I'm setting up my son, how I'm, you know, transitioning my life at this stage. What do I want for the future? And I was really slowly putting those pieces in together. Yeah. Like you were saying, a thousand little steps. I really took my time in doing them. I didn't try to rush out. Um, so while I'm not free from mistakes, I am sure I've absolutely made some in there through this process, but I, I honestly, nothing is like glaring at me that I shouldn't have done this or I didn't do it this way. And if I could go back, I would do it differently Be because I really thought it out. I really planned it out. Um, and I just feel so proud of myself for being bold enough to just go for it. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. I love that let that be an encouragement to anyone who's listening just go for it just take and take give yourself the freedom to take your time and to really meticulously think of all the steps that you're going to need to get to that place that you want to be I love that like you said it's not it, it's not all nothing it's something that we really need to evaluate, create that picture of what you want the end to like and plan backwards and look at all the steps and chunk out those steps so that you don't want to give up in the process. So as a coach um, in your business that you're, that you have right now, talk to me about what you see in your clients, like what, what your clients who are at that place where they're wanting to leave, wanting to be an entre a digital nomad or an entrepreneur full time and get out of the nine to five, be their own boss what process do you walk your clients through? Yeah, so my clients are um, professionals in some way, shape, or form. They have either a part-time job or a full-time job. A lot of times they have families. I have several single moms that are um, on my client roster, and not all of them want to travel full-time. A lot of them obviously want to be able to travel more and have the freedom to do that. But the goal for most of them is to just be their own boss and have the time and autonomy to make that decision that I am going to spend a month um, you know, in Spain or whatever they want to do. So for them, the goal really is like that, getting their business to a place where they are financially um, confident, which is different for everyone because, you know, the lifestyle that you want to live, what your required income is going to be. If you have a partner to support you or not, there's a lot of things to take into account. So kind of going back to that exit strategy that we were talking about before, I help them put together a financial plan. So they are very clear on what it looks like for them to make that transition. What kind of savings plan do they need to have in place? Where does their business need to be for it to be considered sustainable for them to leave their paycheck with confidence? Um, you know, do they need to get private health insurance or can they go on their partner's health insurance? 
do they need to set up their own retirement fund or can they continue to contribute to a partner's or the one that they currently have existing? So making sure that we're looking at it from all angles so that they're not missing anything. They don't feel like I'm sacrificing something to become an entrepreneur. If we can put all of those benefits in place for them, then they'll feel confident when they leave. So I, in helping them grow the business, that's a big part of it. If that is their goal, then we put those measurements in place to say, this is what you need in order to make it happen so that they are very clear on what they're working toward and can feel confident when they do finally make that transition. That is incredible. I love it. Confidence is such a huge piece of it because you shouldn't feel when you're making a huge life transition like that, it's a risk you're taking. And if you can take that risk with confidence, knowing, okay, I've already done the work to set this up. I'm okay. I'm safe to make this choice. I think that's, that's incredible. So a lot of the, all the guests that I interview on my podcast, I always ask them something about time management because most of my listeners are moms of young children like me who, who struggle with their mindset around time. I don't, because having young children, they, with the demands of taking care of a family, whether they're working full time in a nine to five or whether they're at home with their children building their business with a toddler on their lap, it's all the burden, the work life balance burden and feeling like, oh, I can't give so much to my business because my kids need me. And I'm failing my kids as well because of demands of my business. And I feel like I'm failing in both areas. How do I find time to do what I love? So can you speak to that? Um, can you speak to how your beliefs about time impact your success? And any strategies you could share with our listeners about managing time and, and even, like you said, pacing themselves and getting to their goals? Yeah. So I had my son right after I turned 19. And at that time, I had just finished one semester of college and it was just the two of us. So mm -hmm. after I had him, I took one semester off and decided I'm going back to school full time. This is not going to define my future. Um, this was something I felt was really important for our future. Um so that I could have the education necessary to earn the income to give him the life that he deserved. So I made that decision, but also it was just the two of us. So I had two part-time jobs, was in college full-time. He was in daycare all day, first one in, last one out. And I really had to make the decision that what is my priority? And I think when you're always value aligned, it helps reduce that mom guilt, so to speak, which I think we all yes. experience on some level. But my value at that time was a successful life for the two of us. What does that mean? And so I really got grounded in, you know, what does it mean for us to have a successful life together? Mom and baby, here I am like 19 to 22 years old, you know, in college, working full time, no car, like it, it was crazy. But I, every time I had to, to do something for school, for work, and then I started a side hustle on top of it, it was like, I know that I'm sacrificing some time with him. But when I do spend time with him, it is distraction free. It's going to be meaningful time. And so I put all those things aside and it's not quite, it wasn't quite then like it was now where 
smartphones and all of the things, but, you know, television off, no calls, no distractions. Like it was my time with him. And whether that was 15 minutes or two hours, I made the most of that time. And then the rest of the time I had the mindset of this is for our future to create a successful life for the two of us. I'm not taking away, I'm adding to our lives. And so, you know, kind of, I I really brought that through going into, you know, all of my corporate changes because it was a lot doing it on my own. And there was a lot of sacrifice of time, but even that word sacrifice, I really tried to remove from my vocabulary, even before I knew anything about mindset. Like I was probably the least woo person and still am. I really believe in like, science and facts and data and information. Um, I didn't necessarily feel like I'm going to bring in this energetic vibe and it's all going to be wonderful. I'm going to meditate. Like I had no time for that. But so I had to really shift my mindset to the activities that I'm doing are value aligned for my life. And so therefore I can't be making a bad or wrong decision on how I spend my time. And I was just really diligent with that. And yeah, there was times where I broke down and cried for hours because I wish I could be doing something different and that I was in a different circumstance or a different situation. And it would be so easy if this, if that, but then I'd wipe the tears away and, and realize this is my situation. How am I going to maximize it and make the most of it? And so it was the same thing with my second business in a demanding career My son was going through a really hard emotional time. I think like most kids were post-COVID. He didn't know what he was going to do with his life. Everything was upended. And so being there for him emotionally, trying to take care of myself during that time, um, I had a very short-lived marriage of just a few years. And I had just come off of a divorce right before then um, in, in 2018. So still trying to take care of myself, take care of him living as a digital nomad, running a business, and and this demanding career that just never seemed to stop. But I put boundaries in place. I went back to that mindset of how I did it before, I'm going to do it again. This is, I have new values, new perspective, things that I'm working toward. And so if I'm spending time on these things and giving myself to be in a season of hustle, which I think isn't talked about a lot either, like you're supposed to not be hustling. It's just, it's supposed to, you know, give yourself all this time for self-care. And yes, that's important, but there's times in your life where the season of hustle will get you to the place of being able to give yourself more of that time back. And that's where I was unapologetic. No, I didn't meditate every morning. I didn't do yoga for an hour on Saturday mornings. Like I was hustling and it felt amazing because I knew where this was going for me. Like I was locked into my success. And so that was my focus. That was my self-care is knowing that I'm doing something for me that's going to support me, that's going to support my son. And any time that I need to dedicate to that is empowering time for my future. And I, that's how I made it okay. Um, But just in a very practical sense for people who are in careers, be willing to put up those boundaries around putting the work phone away, not answering emails after a certain time, even if that has become our habit, even if that is like the American culture of live to work, you have a choice. They're paying you for a certain amount of hours and you get to say, this is my family time. This is my personal time. I'm taking a lunch hour to work on my business. I'm stopping at five o'clock or six o'clock or whenever your day ends and just being okay with owning your time 
um, because that's exactly what I did. I used every hour of my free time and I only worked during my required time. And it just really gave me um, a sense of ownership over my day. Wow. 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 That is so powerful, especially I think what stuck out most to me, there was so much in what you just shared that really stuck out to me, but especially giving yourself permission to be in a season of hustle and being unapologetic about it. Because I think a lot of moms, you know, in our culture, there's so much demand and unrealistic, inhumane demands placed on women, but especially on moms. And they feel like if you're not doing this long list of things that you've created in your mind from comparing yourself to other moms on social media, from listening to what other moms are saying, from just the conditioning from our culture on us that you feel like you feel like you're be it, it just adds to the mom guilt. Like you said, that idea that we can't hustle. But I love the term that you use, value aligned. I think that is huge because we can we're we're we can be self aware enough to know that if we what we're doing right now is going to pay off later. But it's it's a long game. It's not something that I'm just going to do a few times and it'll be a short term thing. And then I'll be where I want to be. Like you said, you gave yourself permission to really take your time. But even in taking time, there's a large degree of hustle, especially if you're essentially working two jobs. Well, really three, because you're a parent, you're working full time, and you have your business that you're trying to grow to the point that you can afford to create those, create that sustainable income and get find the insurance and the retirement. And be able to afford to do the things that are on your heart, whether it's travel, whether it's do something else and that's leveling up, but it's, there's times that don't really look that sexy, that don't really look that impressive, but you know, in your heart that you are doing the things you are taking the aligned actions to get yourself from where your heart really wants you to be you can rest in the fact that you don't have to explain yourself to anyone that your life can look messy. Your house can look messy and there is absolutely no reason to beat yourself up about that. And I think also what you said about just being, having, having intentional time with your kids, what, even if it's not a large quantity of time on certain days, on certain seasons, when you have a lot going on, especially as a single parent, I'm also a single parent. And, but just being very intentional to, to be, have it be true, true quality time. I think that is just, excuse me, it's just so, so powerful. And thank you so much for just sharing from your experience. That was incredible. So, um, the next thing I want to ask you about that I'm dying to know personally, and I know lots of our listeners are dying to know since you talked about your lifestyle as a digital nomad, nail as kind of an empty nest or single mom tell me about that lifestyle tell me about your travels tell me about what you like to do when you're traveling what is that like oh it is amazing so I spent that first year in the U.S. traveling around in my job and and with my business and then I've been traveling internationally for about a year and a half now, and um, it has just been like mind-blowing as I said I didn't I obviously didn't have a chance to travel because I was momming (laughs) Um, and honestly, yeah. just couldn't afford it until I was older. And then once I 
you know, was a bit older and, and set in my career and finally making good money, I was so involved in my son's life and his sports and all the things that I really didn't even feel the need to want to travel. And then as soon as he left, it was like, wow, uh, I have all this time now. And I had to kind of go through this process of like unlearning living for him and like what do I want to do now that I have the time that I can invest in myself and so once I found travel I was hooked um I have literally been around the world I go to just any where whatever destination is kind of calling to me I generally book either a hotel or an Airbnb for a month because I need to have enough time to run my day-to-day business while also not feel like I have to rush and be a tourist in the places that I'm at. So I really get to integrate myself into a home base for a month. And then I go to the next place. And so I've been doing that. Yeah. Like I said, for a little over a year, about a year and a half now. And yeah, I've been just every place that I could have even possibly imagined traveling to I've been to, and there's a couple more places that I already have planned that will just solidify the bucket list for me. So now everything else is just kind of a cherry on top, icing on the cake. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting traveling and working full time, um, on your business. You have to kind of adjust time zones and plan accordingly for that. But when you're your own boss, you also don't have to worry about like reporting the next day. So sometimes I'm on calls until midnight, 1am, but then I just sleep in until 10 o'clock the next day and it's all good. Um, But also being a mom, like the only person that has a ringtone on my phone um, is my son. I get, I get a vibration when he calls, he's got a special line, a direct line to me so that it doesn't matter what time it is. If he needs me, I will hear his call. Um, And so you know, I will end up speaking to him sometimes at three o'clock in the morning because it's the opposite time of day where he lives. And so mm-hmm. us staying in touch and, you know, I got one of those SOS calls this past week, his transmission blew, he needs help from mom. <laughs> and so like, you know, <laughs> none of those things change. You're still mothering no matter where you are in the world, especially when you are a single mom and you're their person. Um, yeah, that it doesn't change. Um, and I didn't know how it would be having a young adult son. You know, they are um, not needy in the same way as they are when they're younger, but the problems are different and, and bigger. Um, but also when I do get to see him, like I'm going to be spending a month in Nashville for the holidays with him. And, you know, a lot of people can't do that when their kids move away because they have jobs or other kids or whatever. And the fact that I get to do that is just another beautiful part of having a full-time business and the ability to travel anywhere that I want to. So I don't get to see him for long periods of time, but talk about meaningful time. That's just going to be an amazing month. I'm really looking forward to going home and seeing him. That is wonderful. Oh my goodness. I love this. So Stephanie, we're going to wrap it up in just a few minutes, but one last question I want to ask you that I ask all of my guests. question is, um, what is a book recommendation that you would like to pass on to some of my listeners? Yeah. The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks is such a fantastic read for someone who's interested in making a big pivot in their life. Um, You know, especially if you're considering entrepreneurship, 
it is, it just talks about mindset, business strategy, and really the whole emotional gamut of um, making that transition happen and what it really takes to dedicate yourself to pursue your dreams and find your zone of genius and really live in that. So I love, love, love that book. Awesome. Yes. And what is an affirmation that you would like to share that you think would be really powerful, something that's been meaningful in your life? Yeah, you are worthy and you deserve it. Oh, I, I love it. That yeah. is, I love those two words. Yeah, like yeah. I, moms need to hear that. It should be so, um, it should be assumed that you deserve it. But it feels like you need to do something in order to receive something you deserve but you innately deserve it. You innately do. You are worthy and you deserve it. And I think that's really powerful. There doesn't have to be an energy exchange for you to deserve a happy life and the things that you want. And I, I love that simple yet so actionable and affirmative um, affirmation. That is so powerful. And I think I love both of the words worthy and deserving because I feel like at its root, when we struggle with mom guilt, that's what it is. We're, we feel like we're not worthy. We feel like we're not enough. And a lot of women stay stuck there for a long time, but you don't have to stay stuck there for one more day. You can right. move forward. And I think getting your beliefs right is where it starts. And that's going to help you know, okay, this is my next step. This is what the path forward looks like for me. And that's going to give you the courage to do the things, like you said, that are going to get you there instead of staying on a hamster wheel of frustration when you're trying to level up. So thank you so much, Stephanie. Stephanie, could you just take a few minutes and share with our listeners where they can find you online and just share if anyone's interested in connecting with you, what what do you have to offer anyone who'd like to hire you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Instagram, Facebook, you'll find me at stephanieritz.co, um, Stephanie with a PH, Ritz like the Ritz Carlton, no association, uh, .co. Um, <laughs> And that is my website as well, stephanieritz.co. And um, as a business strategist and mindset coach, I help you start your business. I have a great 90-day accelerator program specifically designed for these busy working moms who are like, I don't have time to get, like, I don't have months and months to get this business up and running. I'm ready to do it now. Um, I can help you do that in 90 days. It does not have to be a long process uh, of really building out that business foundation so that you can start taking clients. So that is a great opportunity to really accelerate that starting process for yourself if you want to start a coaching or consulting business. Um, I also have a really great free guide um, that talks a lot about some of the points that we talked about today that is really worth downloading if you're interested in starting a business alongside your nine to five, alongside your, your family, your busy life. Because as we've talked about, I've been there, I get it, um, and I share some really practical tips journal prompts, exercises that'll really support you. And it's completely free. So I'll share that link with you if you want to put it in the show notes, but you can also just um, send yes. me a DM either on Instagram or Facebook. Um, if you would like a copy of that, be happy to send it over to you. Uh, and then the last thing that I could say is I do have a Facebook community, the Freedom Based Business Builders. Um, and that's a, that's a mouthful. So 
again, just connect with me over on Instagram or Facebook. Happy to send you the link. But that is a space for coaches and consultants who are all working toward building a freedom-based business. And I take you behind the scenes of my travel life in there too. So beyond, uh, beyond sharing just tips and strategies for your business, um, I show you what it's like to, to work remotely from around the world. And I take you on my travels with me. So it's a really cool and interesting space. I love it. I love it. I will include all those links in the show notes. And Stephanie, thank, thank you so, so much for being with today. And I hope that everyone who's listening can connect with you. Thank you again. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. If this show has been meaningful to you, I hope you'll subscribe. And it would mean so much to me if you would take the time to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. I take the time to read every single review I get, and they mean so much to me. And your reviews also help this podcast to get into the hands of more listeners and for more people to hear this message. So on that note, Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.